this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career? Welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldell. Hey, everybody, wherever you are and however you may be listening, thank you for joining us today. This is Josh and Kayla with Married to Safety. Interesting topic today, folks. First episode was all about us and kind of an intro into what we do and why we're doing this podcast. But today we're really going to take a deep dive into something called fear. Fear is something that I think we're all familiar with. Fear is something that I think that we all deal with every single day. And as a safety professional or somebody who may be married to a safety professional or just somebody who may be dealing with fear in general, these are some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. So kicking it off, give a little bit of background about me and and fear. Uh, when I was growing up, fear was a, a thing, right? You're always a little bit of afraid of things growing up, um, especially as you reach your teenage years, a fear of acceptance, fear of being popular, fear of where you're going to go to school, grades, things like that. But as we get older and, and we're into adulthood, I became afraid of some different things. And some of these things I brought into my marriage. My goodness. And Kayla had to deal with those things, which is which is great. I'm sure she really enjoys those. I, I did not have a ton of money when I was in college. And when I say I didn't have a ton of money, I want to say that if I didn't get paid or if I missed a paycheck, there would be some tough decisions that had to be made. Um, I would have to make decisions on whether I should eat or put gas in my car. And those were real things. So if I got sick and had to miss work and didn't get enough hours, I had to sacrifice things in my life. So fear, fear, fear. So what that did to me personally is I thought, you know what, if I work hard, if I work really, really hard and put in a million hours and rise above everybody else, I'll get paid so much money that all that fear will go away. And what I found is that the harder you work and the less you concentrate on yourself and why you have fear, the fear just grows and grows and grows and grows. And so I brought this into the relationship um, with Kayla. Um, I would not react the way I was supposed to when things went wrong. Um, Very, very prideful. Um, I think something that everybody can understand and relate to. And, you know, she has her own way of showing fear and expressing fear and helping my way, helping me through it. But maybe you can talk about some of the things that we've dealt with in our relationship as a result of my fear, um, as a result of me being afraid to not succeed and being afraid to not make all the money in the world and, and be able to take care of us very comfortably. So go ahead. Let's hear what you got to say. Wow. So fear. I think that First and foremost, we need to address the fact that sometimes fear can be so misleading. You can, you know, it, go, it kind of goes back to this Facebook thing, like we talked about before, where you're putting out this persona of someone who it, people think you are, 
And you want them to believe that, but deep inside, you've got this fear going on. So Josh and I, I think, uh, even before I met Josh, I'm sure that I I also carry this, you know, persona that I had no fear because I would just up and move to Orlando as a Disney college program intern. I would up and become a flight attendant and travel the world alone by myself. I loved being by myself. I would just up and do things. And then into our marriage, I think that we did the same thing. People are like, wow, Josh and Kayla, you know, they'll move anywhere. They'll go anywhere. Look at them going to Guam, doing all these things. When what you really need to know about us is that those things were probably fear driven. What were we running from? What were we dealing with that we had to use those things as our control and separate ourselves from some things that were probably causing these fear factors in our lives? So I think that, you know, without going in too much for our you know second episode here with family and religion (laughs) and things like that, where is your fear coming from? And. With Josh, there's so many things that you will learn about him, about his family. Like, you know, um, not my story to tell. He can tell you a little bit more about it later. But Josh has a whole slew of siblings that he found out about later in life. And this is something that, you know, I think all of that and the story of his life had so much fear put into him. And just our families in general, I think, with the way that we had been brought up, we had so much fear. I was scared of everything and didn't even know it. And so I think that over time, once I was able to take on some different ways of healing myself and dealing with myself and dealing with Josh, Josh had medical fear that he didn't even know he had, that he was like making things up that were wrong with him. And he was totally fine. He just like came home all stressed out about certain things, like diagnosed himself and and he had fear. It was all because of fear. And once the doctor was like, oh, you're fine, the fear was gone. He yeah, just, I, would, I would come home and be like, guess who's got cancer? I've got cancer. <laughs> this sucks. How are we going to deal with this? Kayla's like, well, your stomach just hurts a little bit. Don't Do you think it could be something else? Maybe anxiety? Nope, it's got to be cancer. Right. And I started out that way. And so let's talk a little bit about my fear and one thing that I'd like to share with everybody that is is near and dear to me, and it's kind of made me who I am today. And so when when we had our son, Xavier, um, Kayla had to have numerous surgeries just to be able to get pregnant. And when you have that going on in your life, as well as trying to provide for a family, as well as, you know, everything that's going on, my natural reaction to that was, you know what, I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to work harder I'm going to get recognized. I'm going to get big bonuses. And that way I'm going to be able to take care of my, my family. And we did that for a long time. And I remember um, I, was, I was in charge of uh, an entire region for a company. It was a great company, um, but definitely expected you to travel a lot. And I would be gone for a long time at one time. And I remember in 2010, my kidneys failed. And I was in, actually in intensive care. And I'm sitting there in the hospital bed. And I remember this like it was yesterday. Kayla was like, what are you doing? What are we doing? Why are you traveling so much? You're never home. Your son doesn't even know you. And so if you want to talk about fear, why don't you put that into your your brain for a minute that I had to deal with the fact that my son was almost five years old at this time. And he had no clue who his dad was. 
He know that they, he knew that there was this guy that came home every once in a while, wasn't present. That he called dad. You know, his dad. I've always been dad. I've always been daddy, and he's always been warm and and. But I've not always been great to him. I was I was not present a lot, and that doesn't mean just you know traveling. But when I was home, I was worried to death, fear driven. And how did we cope with that? Well, we were sitting there talking and Kayla said, you know, what in the world are we doing? I said, I don't know. I know my kidneys hurt and we got to figure that out. But we knew it was a time for a change and we had a really, really good support system where we lived. You know, Kayla's parents were there. If, if anything went wrong, we, we had that there and we decided to move. And we decided, um, one of my really great friends, Mike Lehman, who happens to be married to Christy Lehman, who is Kayla's best friend, um, he came to me with an opportunity to move to Guam. I didn't even know Guam existed. I didn't know what a Guam was. I didn't know it was an eight mile by 24 mile long island in the middle of the Pacific right next to the Philippines. And without doing any research, no research at all, we said, yep, that's the thing we're going to do. But I had to interview for this position. And it was the first time that I'd ever really done an interview. And I was like, well, I I think I'm qualified. I had no letters after my name. I really didn't know a a ton about safety, to be perfectly honest with you at that time. And they were asking questions, and they were asking some financial questions. And I remember I had a serious breakdown at my old office because one of the things that they wanted to do was do a financial background check. And I hadn't made some of the best decisions in my life at that point. And there were some financial skeletons in the closet. And I remember crying and Kayla's like, no, 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 it's, it's going to be okay. What are we going to do? But it's, it's going to be okay. And my first reaction was fear, 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 fear. And so what did we do is we moved to Guam and I got the job by the way. Awesome. <laughs> yes, you did. And wow, that's like a fear, like times a thousand on that one, because we laid in bed at night, you know, thinking, praying, what do we do? Where do we go from here? Like we want something different. We want something that is going to, you know, maybe bring us more fear, but in the long run, it'll be great for us. And I think that that's exactly what Guam did. But let me just tell you that the first thing started with my precious pug, who we lost a couple of years ago, but we had this. Can we say our precious pug? Because you said it like mine, like it was just yours. Yeah. So so it was ours, but we we bought it together. You bought it, but I paid for the $400 medical bills the very next day. Yeah, that's true. Huge red flag. And we couldn't afford this dog, but we did it anyway. And I loved this precious pug of mine. And she was such a diva. So as we get ready for Guam, we realize that they do not transport dogs to Guam with smushed faces because it gets too hot. They can die. It was this whole thing. So we started to try to get this dog there. It was not happening. There were only a certain number of months that they would transport them. And I was freaking out. And I go to the vet for one of her checkups that she had to have. This is a lot. We had to go through a lot for this dog. We went to the vet a lot. Xavier was nothing. It was like, oh, y'all need a bunch of shots. And that's it. And then this dog. So 
I go and the lady says to me, what about the brown snakes? And I'm like, what brown snakes? And she's like, oh, you haven't heard about the brown snakes in Guam? Like my brother went there and it went around his ankle and he like almost lost his leg. Like I and so at this point, I've decided Josh is going to Guam without me because the pug and myself are staying at home. And this was just like this big thing. And I looked this up and yep, there it is all over says Guam. Well, we had to search for those when we got to Guam. Those basically didn't exist except in the jungle. So whatever with the brown snakes, that was my first fear. But I do remember that long, long flight to Guam and getting there and looking out the window. We're exhausted. We have left our my precious pug at home because she had to stay with my parents for a while. And so here we are arriving into Guam. And you talk about fear. I looked out that window and I could see the whole place. There it was. And I'm all of Guam. (laughs) Yeah. What are we doing here? But realize this this podcast is about fear, right? And we haven't even told you that we didn't even deal with fear at this point in time. We didn't talk about it. We didn't have any outlet. We just did. And that's kind of the that's kind of the overriding theme of this part. What do you do about fear? How do you react to it? What did we do? We just moved. We moved right. 7,500 miles away. Yes. And our child was about to start kindergarten. Yeah. Like we get we get there and we woke up at like four in the morning because the time zone, the difference in time zones. And there were frogs everywhere, like giant They weren't frogs. frogs they were toads. They were They huge. were big as a dinner plate. They were huge. Right. Just everywhere. I've never seen so many frogs. And then just, you know, touring the island, looking at all this, and suddenly that fear just turned to this amazing calmness because the beauty, the people, we got embraced by so many different and amazing things. And we started dealing with fear, I think, at that point. We really started to deal with fear because that was one scary thing to move that far and to be in this crazy place. And one of the best decisions that we ever made in our entire life um, was moving to Guam for myself. Oh, absolutely. And our child loved it. Like best time, best memories. And it didn't last as long as we wanted. So guess what kept creeping right back in fear. So we're going to be talking about fear over the next couple of podcasts, because I don't think we can tackle this in just one episode. There's, yeah. there's so much that we still haven't even talked about the fear of me not knowing what the hell I'm doing in safety, me trying to um, fake it till I make it. You having to deal with fear of going to different places and different companies and er- interacting with different people. As I grew in my roles, you know, everything changed with the dynamics about the people we interacted with, trying to find friends again. 14 houses in 17 years we've been together. That's pretty tough. But we're going to be talking about fear. We're going to be hopefully hopefully helping the listeners deal with their fear and coming up with ways to do it productively. Productively, productively is not a word. No. And, and we, by the way, just so you know, we're authentic. Kayla is amazing at making up words. I'm tremendous <laughs> at making fun of her for making making up words. And we're going to be authentic. We hope you enjoy these podcasts because we are going to be authentic and we're going to tell you who we really are. 
not the Facebook thing that, that Kayla talked about. Everything's not rosy, but everything's not bad all the time. There's up and downs in life. So how are you doing? How are you dealing with it? So until the next podcast, if you're dealing with something, maybe looking for a new position, there's fear there. Just go for it. Don't let that fear stand in your way. And whatever you're dealing with, the fear, the new job, the whatever, whatever it may be, remember, just breathe. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, JL. Safety FM, changing safety cultures, one broadcast and one podcast at a time.